Okay, we're in business now. Uh, welcome everyone as we're continuing our study, uh, the book of Hosea. We're uh, still going into a uh, little bit chapter eight and then we can move on to chapter nine. Uh, just to jump in. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you remember last time, we were talking more about, again, as, as we, we kind of uh, um, communicated. How are you? Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Juliana. Juliana, welcome. The vision and the classification of the book itself, again, is very important in order to, to keep an eye uh on on the structure itself so like, for those who are just probably joining us for the first time hosea again from the beginning is one of the of the minor prophets the whole idea of uh, the lord who is dealing with his people and the people uh he is taking that uh metaphor of the wife that is actually uh cheating on her husband so he asks hosea from the beginning go and find yourself a wife which is gomer and bring her in and then uh, dealing with her as we said we, we we said from the beginning and as we've seen how that is the first three chapters are again as just an introduction who is that gomer who is that wife who are the people, what's happening. And then from four to, to, to 10, basically, as we said before, is the, the what should I do with, my, with you, right? Like here you are, you're supposed to be mine and you left me and went away. So uh, how can I deal with you basically? And again, how can I deal with you from the basis of what? Of love, not of here, I'm just gonna, no revenge and because you left me this is what you're gonna get from me although at one point or at certain points it sounds like actually he is punishing but again as we were said always and we'll keep seeing it that that revenge that punishment is actually visitation actually actually as i said before the word itself uh faqad, which is yaftaqad in arabic which is uh, 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 uh revenge but it's actually is to come and visit you and see who you are what are you doing uh, if you're still willing to, to come to me, I'll take you. If not, there's another scenario. There's another. So let's, let's, let's keep, keep, mind, keep that in our mind as we, 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 we're still studying the, the book itself. Again, all what he is dealing with is out of love, but still also it is in a way punishment, right? But punishment in, again, in order to correct. Punishment to correct, not punishment to revenge. So again, the word itself, punishment, or as I said, which is faqad, which is I'm coming not to punish you, but actually, Farah, how are you? Good to have you. But not, but to come actually as uh, to bring you back to me, to bring you back to me. And with that, we said like from four to ten, uh, you see several um, several classification of of the of the of the book itself, which is again from four to five, as we said before, uh, God is convening the court. Here is here is your case. I'm gonna have my case against you because you left me and did this and this and this, right? And then uh, six to seven, God is rejecting the appeal. Remember when, he, when they said, okay, now we are going to come back again. Let's come back to the Lord. But they still didn't want to come back what fully. So that's why he said at one point, I don't want you because you're still. And if you remember, your love is like the, the rain, the summer rain or the summer redo, right? That it comes and then evaporates and go away again and then eight and ten he what we're talking about now is again god pronouncing the sentence of that right and we talked about this last time with with the the idea of again the 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 um the purpose of that and when, when he said that what i will come and i will uh, from uh, from eight one uh the beginning again god is telling hosea set the trumpet on your lips right remember that and 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 sound the trumpet because now there is something that's going to happen right and we talked about it talked a lot about the 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 metaphor that he's using and about the politics and about the 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 uh, punishment that in a way he is trying to use in order to back again to bring them back to him so uh one of the things that we talked about last time also if you remember is the difference between correction and between what cleansing remember and we said there is a there is always a difference between like we might want to come back because we are in need but that still doesn't mean 100 percent that we want to come back to be cleansed right 
And, and that's why in verse, uh, in verse 8, when he was talking about that in chapter 8, I'm sorry, um, in verse uh, 5, 8, 5, where he says that uh, you are not willing to be cleansed. I have spurned your calf, O Samaria, my anger burns against them. How long will they be incapable of innocence? Which is, again, the actual translation, how long you'll be incapable of being cleansed. Right, and we talked about that as far as how God is dealing with 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 a lot of us and with each one of us, uh, keeping in mind that He's always trying to cleanse, trying to cleanse. So uh, we start at verse ten in, in chapter eight. I'll read probably the, the the last three or four verses in chapter eight, and then move on. But but something that's very very important that we need to to point out at the rest of chapter eight. Again, this is what's happening. This is the background of 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 the chapter till or or of the book till now. Right again. The wife that left and committed uh, prostitution, according to scripture. So the wife that is leaving the, 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 the husband and then again, trying to call her back and bring her back and taking her to the wilderness and then dealing with her in several ways. And then she wants to come back again, but not fully. Right. So I said, no, I don't want you to come back unless you really want to commit to me, want to come back to be cleansed. Right. And then he, he, he walks with her more and more in order to actually point out her actual issue, right? Which is, again, as we said before, her actual problem was what? That she is not being faithful and loyal. Faithful and loyal. Like, I want you to come as if you are coming to me in faithfulness and full loyalty. So, uh, let's read again from 8, 10, till, till the rest of, of 8, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Uh, and again, I'm always reading from the ASV just to kind of give you an idea. 8 9 he talks about them again as we said before like that metaphor of the of the of the wild donkey right like you don't know where you're going like you're just like going around without knowing and then you find out find that you're you, you actually ended up in back again to egypt which is a metaphor to the new exodus or the new i mean uh, uh captivity which is assyria uh, egypt here as we'll talk again in chapter 9 is more of the symbol of a status itself why because the people in egypt were what were held captive, were, 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 were slaves, were slaves. So when you hear Egypt now, he has a parallel between what's happening to them in Assyria, which is the, the, the new Egypt or the captivity, as he saying that you went back again to the status of Egypt when, you're, when your forefathers were in Egypt as slaves. So, so keep that in mind because that will make a, a, a big, uh, give us a good understanding. So in verse nine, again, for they have gone up to Assyria, a wild donkey wandering alone. Ephraim has hired lovers. And then chapter, verse 10, I mean, 8, 10. Though they hire allies among the nations, I will soon gather them up. I will soon gather them up. And the king and princess shall soon worth because of the tribute. And we talked about this before, how we, again, the idea of making or coming up with the with the government and the rulers that can fit our own needs and our own uh, ideologies. Because Ephraim has multiplied altars for sinning, they have become to him altars for sinning. It's kind of confusing because like it's a repetition. Again, what does it mean? We'll, we'll look at it now. Were I to write for him my laws by the 10,000s, they would be regarded as strange thing. Interesting text, right? where I will write for him my laws by 10,000s, they would be regarded as a strange thing. As for my sacrificial offerings, they sacrifice meat and eat it, but the Lord does not accept them. Now he will remember their iniquity and punish their sins. They shall return to Egypt. Here it is again, they shall return to Egypt. For Israel has forgotten his maker and built palaces and Judea has multiplied fortified cities. So I will send a fire upon his cities and it shall devour the strongholds. Welcome, Hero, good to have you, good to see you. Welcome, have a seat. Someone sitting here? Uh, that's fine, just anywhere. Okay, we'll so um, back to the text again. Because Ephraim has multiplied altars for sinning, they have become to him altars for sinning. What does that mean? It's kind of confusing. Well, why, why is that text? Ephraim, as we said, is the main tribe in uh, Israel. And it's like the, the talking about Israel 
uh, Ephraim is, is the same. So when he says Ephraim, he's actually talking about Israel. So then it says again, because Ephraim has multiplied altars for sinning, they have become to him altars for sinning. Try to understand it. What does it mean? Yes, Peter. It's almost like a channel to sin. It's like a gateway to sin. A gateway it's to sin. sin easier. Okay. Okay. How how building the altar becomes a sin itself? Because they still back to like how the priests were doing it for their own benefit. Exactly. Remember when we said that it's like a like that same cycle, right? The people are sinning, and then the the uh, the, the the priests are benefiting from the sacrifices because they get the meat. So they were actually encouraging them more and not correcting them. So it goes in that vicious cycle, right? They are sinning, they are offering, and then the priests are benefiting and getting the, the all the, the, the grilled uh, meat and everything. So why why should they stop? You know, the whole thing is corrupted, right? So here, in a way, when he says, because Ephraim has multiplied altars for sinning, they have become to him altars for sinning. So another, another way to look at this, the altars for sinning is actually altars to offer sacrifice of sinning, sacrifice of sin. One of the sacrifice that was, was, was offered at the time is the sacrifice of sin to what to, to, to uh, ask for forgiveness. Right? So if somebody, if somebody commits a sin, involuntarily and then he wants to repent he would go and offer a sacrifice of sin in arabic right so he's saying that the the offering that you're offering to repent actually became also to you what a sin right why is that because you're doing it out of what not faithfully back again just just going through the cycle going through the rituals right but not 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 out of love not out of love. So the, it's, it's kind of interesting uh, uh, text because uh, Ephraim has multiplied altars for sinning. They have become to him altars for sinning. Right? How can we apply this to ourselves? Because that's very important also. Yes. Okay. Right, right. He, he, he actually, that's exactly the same thing when he says that, how can the table of God become a table of devil also, right? So how can you do that? How can you do that? The one thing that you're using in order to purify you, in order to get you closer, as I was talking last Sunday, qurban to, 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 to come close, to come, come near. So the one thing that we are using, or God has given us in order to come close, actually is, is a reason for us to be what? To be judged more right because we're not bringing it with full heart with full heart right it's 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 a, it's a very very strong text very strong text because it's very actually uh, uh uh convicting in a way right be careful what you're offering because what you're offering actually becomes instead of being a way to to bring you close it's gonna be a way to actually get you actually condemned right yes can the altar in this sense be also what resembles to us like as being the temple of God in the way that like what we offer like with our actions with it could be it could be the altar so 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 Juliana is saying that can the altar be ourselves we are the altar we are the temple of the Holy Spirit right so if we're if we're offering ourselves again whether we offer something or we're offering ourselves and not with full heart not with 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 the the, the intention to actually to, to come closer to him, that, that would define the whole thing. Actually, goes on with the same with the same understanding later on in chapter nine, which is you became defiled, so the food that you're eating also is defiled, so it doesn't make a difference anymore, right? The whole thing is defiled, right? Again, remember those the, 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 this you know eight, nine, and ten is is the 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 uh, idea of of here is here is. Here is the sentence. Like here is why I am going through that with you, right? Because you are not able to, or you don't want to actually fully hundred percent come back to me. Right? I like what you said, Martin, about about uh, uh, Eucharist and about communion, because actually the next verse actually kind of like a symbolizes that in another way also. But before that, let's go to verse twelve, where I write for him my laws by the ten thousandth. 
they would be regarded as a strange thing. So here is God talking about Ephraim. He's saying what? What is he saying? He didn't understand it, right? He's saying that, okay, no matter what and how much I give you, it's still to you as what? Strange, right? right? How familiar is that with our lives? Right? Because what he's saying here again, where I write for him my laws. To us, his laws right now are what? The scripture, the Bible, right? Mm -hmm. And 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 how often that we say no, we don't understand, right? So according to this to this verse, the reason for not understanding is what? Mm-hmm. Not we are not with the Holy Spirit. Yes, Peter. Or just drifting away, right? Lost. Right. I'm not living the life of repentance, but okay, I'm going to try to read my Bible, right? Why is that? Because. Again, I'm afraid of from punishment. I want to show that I am ritual. I, it makes me feel better. I still want to do both. I don't want to totally make my mind, right? I want to, okay, yes, I'm living my life, but on the side, I still want to read my Bible. You know, I was told, you know, I have to read the Bible, so I read, right? So he's saying, it's kind of like sarcastic in a way. <laughs> if, I, if I write him my, my 10,000, like no matter what, Ten thousand, like of the full, the full, the full man, right? The the, oh, the 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 top. No matter how much I will write to him, he's still going to what? Regarded as a strange thing. When you talk about regarded as a strange thing, it's actually some like what? Like you're not valuing. There's you know it loses the value of 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 the word itself, right? But it's it's very important concept also when he says that that you know uh, the 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 he he brings comes back to this to this point all the time again, which is the core of the relationship, which is what his word, right? Throughout the the, the scripture from the beginning, the the book of Hosea, from the beginning till now, right? He's talking about you have not again my people. What happened to them? Destroyed because lack of knowledge right so he keeps going back again to the core of the importance of knowing and hearing and understanding the law which is now his his word right but again he goes like even if if i write it by ten thousand, like i'll give give you all what you want and you're still not able and not willing to come back to me fully it will become to you as a strange thing right So when we come back again to our struggle with understanding, and we think like when we read, like it's a strange thing to me, I don't know where, let's, let's you know, take some, uh, some steps backward and see exactly where we're at, right? We can offer, but again, that offering becomes more of a sin, right? We can come, even though if I, you know, if I give you whatever, still you are not willing to understand that, not able to understand that, right? And then he continues with that. As for my sacrificial offerings, they sacrifice meat and eat it, but the Lord does not accept them. What is the concept again from eating? You know, if you know, if you go back again to the book of Leviticus and you see all the, the, the law and the rules of offering, right? Some of them, like the offering of, of, of uh, the burnt offering, you're not supposed to eat anything, right? You, you offer the whole thing and the whole thing is offered and burnt and then you cannot eat it you should not eat it but then another offering like offering of peace for example you offer and then you eat and the priest eat and everybody eats what is the concept of eating from the offering and how is that like uh, as i as i'm saying you know you're 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 hinting on it because that the whole idea here is what is a symbol of what we do right now right which is the real offering is christ himself right so you, you look at this and you see that it's actually coming from, from a very, 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 you know, strong uh, 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 analogy, a metaphor, which is the table that God is inviting us to 
to partake from, right? But before the table, you have to understand what first, based on this, the law. So here's another point, another, another challenge. What is in our life, what is the relationship between the law and between the Eucharist? What is the relationship between being understanding and being in, in, in line with the word of God and between the Eucharist? Again, the order of this is not haphazard, right? Like you brought in the law first because you, you, you listen first, right? And then you are ready to do what? To eat, right? Even in the liturgy, what's, what's the order of the liturgy? The first, the liturgy of the, of the word, right? After the offering, right? The liturgy of the word first, right? You have the readings first. And then after this, the liturgy of the faithful, where it is, and, and it ends with the, with the communion, with the, with the table, right? Can you imagine having the Eucharist first and then the readings later? Why not? It's done, right? So nobody will wait for the reading. <laughs> we all eat and leave, <laughs> right? Yes, right? Same thing we're doing now. We're not eating first, <laughs> right? We're listening to the word first and then we eat, right? So if I eat without the word, what happens to me? Nothing. See? Can you apply this to our life? Are we so diligent in reading as we are in the routine of eating? See what I'm saying or no? Right? We come and rush to Sundays, which is good, thank God, right? And we come and we want to take communion and everything, which is beautiful. But remember, before communion, there has to be what? The law. Okay. What do you think of that concept? I mean, I want to hear from you because this is very important, very, very practical. Have you ever thought about that? You know, this is this is the 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 the, the core and the center, and then gets you ready to the table after this. Okay. Yeah, isn't that how life works? That's how life works. In in what way? Like the one way I think about it is uh, Bible is kind of the manual okay. to life. Yes. Um, in order to do things in life and to be able to live good in a way, you okay. have to have a manual. Let's say you have a you just bought a new phone, you don't know how to use it. You're gonna okay. look into the manual that has everything on it. So, so Bible is the direction. Yeah. The manual. So okay. You, what you, else? You, That's a very good point. What else? You just won't be prepared. Like if you have like a job, you would need training to do the job well okay. instead of just being thrown into like a workplace and not knowing really like what to do. Like you'd feel lost. So okay. That's kind of like so the word of God prepares you for that table, yeah. right? Okay. What else? What else? I think the word of God will like shows us the value of the communion. Like it's it's not the goal, but it's like the fruit on top of knowing the word of God. Okay. That you get united with him. Okay. So the word of God gives us the, the understanding and, and, and the importance of, of the Eucharist itself. Okay. What else? Abuna, it teaches you how to be worthy of getting the Eucharist. Teaches you how to be worthy, right? In what way, Irene? This is a very good, very good point. In what way is does in it every way, like how to live life? Again? Like in every way, like how you should live your life, okay. how you should deal with others, and how you should deal with yourself. Right. So all what we're saying, manual preparing, understanding, but there's something else which is very much close to what you're saying, Irene. Which is what? Yes, Peter. Reconciliation. How? Okay. 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 
reconciliation, which is which is you're bringing a very important point, Peter, which is what we have on the altar is the what we call the incarnate word. What we have in the book is the written word, and they're both what in a way the same. Okay. I might have said this before when, when during the liturgy itself, during the 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 the, the liturgy of the of the word when we read the scripture we read the, the the gospel specifically the actual gospel that we have stays where on outside when you're the person that's reading the gospel right he's holding the scripture holding the gospel right once we're done with the with the liturgy of the word the, the that gospel goes where on the altar right and on the altar as i say it's not just because there is no other room to put it just like like a table no because that word became flesh, right? That's exactly what, what John said, what St. John said, right? The word became flesh. So the word that was spoken became flesh. So here you see that the, both of them are very, very, very actually one, right? So if I'm, not, if I'm not familiar, if I'm not in touch, if I'm not united with the word of God from the beginning, no matter what I eat, I'm disconnected. Does it make sense? And also, as we said, as Irene is saying, you know, make us worthy. How does the word of God make us worthy? Because as, as Christ himself said, you are what? Because of the word that's spoken to you, you are cleansed. Exactly. Because of the word that's spoken to you. Right. So in order, the reason I'm bringing all this up, because we need to, 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 to understand the importance and the value of the word of God that we have and we're not really appreciative of it and we're not using it. Again, it's not just a book. It's not just, you know, I have to read the Bible, right? And I cannot, as we say, we cannot just, you know, live, you know, very disconnected all week and then, okay, it's Sunday tomorrow. I'm gonna have to go to church. I'm gonna go and take communion. Based on what? Again, God is open and his doors are open every time and he wants everybody to come. But I have to be ready for that. Ready not because I'm righteous, but ready because I'm what? United with the word before, right? And that's what he said here. That's, again, that's why the, the, the order of the, of the text here in chapter eight is very important, right? Because Ephraim has multiplied altars for sinning. They have become to him altars for sinning. So number one, you offer without the mindset, without the fullness. Number two, even if I write you 10,000 laws, you're still never going to be. It's still strange for you, right? And because of that, when you come to the fellowship with me on the table, you are not what? I don't want to eat with you. And he repeats the same thing in chapter nine again, by the way. The Lord accepts, but the Lord does not accept them. That's supposed to be the fellowship, the canonia, right? Between us and between God through the the table again always when when you think and when you look at when you see the, the 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 eucharist remember that it is a table right and it's not the priest that is breaking and giving christ himself that is giving and we are all together around this table right that's the sing the song that we sing right gather around right so that understanding that that is very very important to understand right and that's why again bible without communion is not the fullness and communion without Bible is not the fullness, right? And that's why we say we need to ask as Orthodox, I cannot live without partaking from the Eucharist. I cannot. But again, it's not magic. It's not just, okay, I'm going to go and take communion. I'm going to be, you know what? No, no, it's, it's the understanding. It's the prepping. It's, it's the importance of knowing again that this is, this is a fellowship, that God is inviting us to his table. Keep this in mind. God is inviting us to his table. And whether we again want to come and join or not, or want to come and join without being ready, without being prepared. How can I be prepared by continuous understanding of the, it's not strange to me. Right? Remember again, he's saying all this, he's, he's, as I said, he's giving like the sentence against supposedly his Right, right. That he wants to bring back to himself, right? So he's saying that I have prepared the table for you. I want to be with you, 
Abuna, I have a question. Yes, Irene. So how, okay, so like, let's make this practical, okay? Because we all live very busy lives, okay? And I'm not saying I'm too busy for God. I'm just saying generally, how do I incorporate the Bible every single day into my life consistently? Or how do other people do it? Like, maybe I just need some best practices. Give me an action plan here. Because, like, what I'm doing is just not cutting it anymore. <laughs> Number one, you come to Abuna Jacob's house. <laughs> I came virtually. I'm yes, virtually yes. here. Yes. <laughs> we'll accept you. <laughs> I, I think, Irene, that's a very good point. Because, again, the whole point of this is how to make this practical. Number one, I think, is to understand. We always say, if I like something, I'll find the time to do it. Right? No, that's not true. I know people I agree. Like <laughs> I, I don't have the time to do it. Like that's not, I think it's more accurate to say that I will try my best to make time, but like, that's not, I mean, I don't feel like I have control over the time in my life so much because of my job. So what, what does God want from us? What does God to love him. Love him, okay. And based on the study that we've been studying so far, again, what does what what was the problem of Gomer, the wife, that she was not faithful, right? So I'll bring this back again and put it on the table. How faithful are we are are we with our time, right? And as I always say, don't 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 aim high. <laughs> Just the minimum that you can do. Start with the minimum that you can do. Can you find five minutes to read the scripture, to read a verse, just a verse, do it. Is this, is this doable? Just five minutes to read a verse or two throughout the 24 hours, throughout the 12 hours. Yeah. If, if you do this faithfully, and this is really faithfully, this is all what I can do. God will say, that's wonderful. I'll take it. Right. But again, the key here is what? Faithful, faithful, right? And the key also is the intention. How, how, how uh, 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 strong I am in my intention, right? Maren, we're just talking about, you know, before work, you know, go, I wake up early and go to gym, right? Why? Because even if I don't like it, but I know that this is good for me. Some of us. <laughs> George is like, no, that's not me. <laughs> or whatever that is, right? But the idea again of no, I can, you know, can I can I arrange my time and maybe just again just just wake up five minutes early. Just five minutes early. Hmm? Snooze. <laughs> I said it, said it five minutes, so you still, even with the snooze, you're still five minutes ahead. <laughs> There's a, yes, a really, and uh, a really good book called it's, it's not at all spiritual, but um, I feel like there's a lot to benefit from it spiritually and just in terms of like how we think about developing habits and things like that. Um, and there's a really interesting part in the book that talks about how, because um, there's a lot of psychology in it, um, how our habits are shaped by our identity and vice versa. And so like if you apply the same like idea to, you know, something like reading the Bible um, and like you can think of it in terms of like breaking a habit or developing one. And so the author talks about how like people who try to quit smoking uh, usually struggle to do it because they think about how like I'm a smoker and I'm trying to stop smoking. Um, mm. So you're telling yourself that this is who you are and, you know, and, and so if you're trying to break the habit, then it is counter to who right. you are. Yes. Um, and the same is true if you're developing a habit where like if you say like I am you know, I want to eat healthier. Right. Um, it's very difficult to do that because you're like trying to do something foreign to yourself. But if you say like, I'm the kind of person that eats healthy, um, then 
you think about it differently. Right. Um, and so I think the same is true even spiritually when we think about. You guys can hear Andrew. When when we think about like developing a habit yeah. like the Bible, um, or like spending that time, like I think seeing it as like this is part of my identity, and so because it is like I have to, like it's not that I have to do it, but it's it's part of who I am. Right. Right. Um, versus something that's foreign that is you know you're trying to apply. It. So what you're saying, Andrew, it's, it's 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 the mindset also, right? It's the power of the mind of knowing what how important that is for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and applying that on 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 that 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 mental reminder of no, this is something that I need to do it. I have to do it. Yeah. Right. Because also, and then you go on even in the beginning as as you're forcing yourself, like no, I'm actually liking this. I'm getting something. I'm just talking to Abuna Musa yesterday. We're just kind of like throwing verses here and there, left and right. And then, like, it goes like, it's 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 an ocean without end. Like, you read the same thing more and more, and you get every time you get something more and get something much stronger and much deeper. And we're just like, you know, throwing verses from left and right. Like, he was asking, "What do you study?" And I'm asking, "What are you reading?" And and we're just like <laughs> having a, a, a great time, just just tossing verses around, you know. But the idea also that, okay, it's something you, you will never get bored. You never get bored, right? But how is that, again, you'll have to, you have to understand, first of all, that, that this is something that it's life, right? And that's what we're saying. That's what we're calling this group, life and spirit. The word of God is life and spirit. If I am, if I am taking that away from me, then I'm, not, I'm out of what? Life and spirit, which basically I'm what? I'm dead. And that was the problem with them here. They are still dead, but they still want to offer, pretending that they are alive. Yes, Jude. Yes, speak up so you can. So how we're talking about it, it's like a mentality and um, it's like, it's up to your will and intention Yes. of how much you want to do. I think also the church out of its wisdom of the Holy Spirit, it put for us the restriction also of having to confess because a spiritual mentor and a spiritual father is what holds us accountable right because like if you go to your abuna every single time you're like i haven't been reading the bible yes. like, you're gonna get yelled at at some point you're gonna get embarrassed so you're like <laughs> 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 my favorite part <laughs> <laughs> so just like naturally you want that accountability to keep you going because as right. humans definitely we all need that accountability so definitely. you can't do it on your own right right so you need to have somebody and that's why again that's why we say like something like this for example is very very important to have that fellowship right because when we read this together when we are talking about this together you understand that actually number one we're all in the same boat we're all struggling number two it's a good reminder throughout the week you know even if we again read again the chapter that we that we've just discussed even if you read it throughout the week, right? But start something. But start something. Convinced? I don't have... <laughs> yes, Nora. I'm not sure if my voice is clear. Yes. Um, good. Uh, so, but like, um, when, when the fathers, they talked about repentance, they said like, um, sign if you repent and then like you went and prepared for that week you went and took the liturgy and at the Eucharist and you came back to where you start that means not fully repentance because you don't have the love of God in your in your heart so we still will we will go back in circle like we like I feel like it's, it's still hard practically um, because you need to be fully repentant, you need to have the love of God in your heart to not go back to sin, to repent, to connect to Him. Does that make sense, or I'm? It, it does, but but it, but it but it implies a little bit of, of of misunderstanding also, because because again, and I, I probably said this before, there is a difference between I'm falling because I don't want to and I'm careless, I'm not being intentional, and I fall because I'm weak, right? And that's what St. John says, like, okay, as his, his children, we should not sin. But if we sin, the blood of Christ will cleanse us from everything, right? 
So what is sin and what is repentance? Again, back again to the basics of this. Again, the sin is, is, is the mindset, right? Missing the target, as we said. I am living for different targets, for different goal, right? So I'm not really, you know, whether I read or I don't read or I'm careful or not, whatever. It's not in my mind. I have much other, other things that are important. Right? That's why, by the way, here in the next verse, he says that what, what the problem is what also, what did they do to, them, to themselves? For, for Israel, in, in the last verse in, in, in chapter eight, for Israel has forgotten his maker and built palaces. The actual palaces here, they built Haikal, Haikal, temple. So it's not palace. They built Haikal, they built a temple for, them, for themselves, which means what? They are not even in, in, interested in going back to, 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 to God, right? So there is a difference between I'm living that life and I'm, I'm actually putting more effort in building other temples, right? And then, okay, well, I'll go and then come back and go and come back. You're not, you're not making up your mind. That's exactly <coughs> what, what Elijah said. How long will you stay between both sides? Make up your mind, right? Yes, I make up my mind and I miss a day, maybe. I forget, I am got busy. I, uh, I, 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 I struggling with something. That's okay, you know what? The new man that's in us will, will actually, you know, convict us so, so hard that I have to come back again. I have to repent, I have to do this, I have to come back, right? So the, 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 the being back to, or living the fullness of the life, that doesn't mean that we are 100% sinless, right? And this is, again, that's what I'm saying, it implies misunderstanding. And I think part of it is what we used to, to learn and hear about our saints and about our people. And we think of them as they're always sinless people and they never commit any, no, who said that? We know Moses and Moses, the, the, the strong, you know, in one night, he kept going back and forth, how many times? 10 or 11 times to, to, to his father, Isidorus, right? Like, father, forgive me, I sinned. Like, okay, go back, okay. <laughs> Go back again, and he's going like walking back and forth between his cell and the cell of his father, right? And he was talking about actually lustful sin, not just like I uh, forgot to read or no, right? Go back again. He goes back again, right? And then falls again, like okay, right? So the 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 under our understanding of our life with Christ that means that it is you know. 100% uh, without any flaws or anything. No, this is not the right thing. It actually gets us into more of that spiritual, of the, of the self-righteousness, right? Because I am good now, right? I have stopped this thing for the last two weeks. I'm perfect, right? Right, and then you fall head first, right? I haven't been doing whatever for so whatever, right? I'm so proud of myself. And then it hits you. That's not what God wants. We, again, when we, when we, when we continue the, the, the book at the end, so just come back to me the way I want you to come back. Right? I will take care of you. I will cover you. Back again to Ezekiel 16 or 17, right? I saw you in your blood, saw you naked, saw you in the street, right? And I took you and did what with you? Cleansed you and bathed you and clothed you and... <laughs> Everything, everything. So the understanding is, 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 is wrong. And that's why we struggle. And that's why we keep actually not moving. Because <laughs> we think that God has, 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 has set a very, very, very you know, high bar for us. And we have to be like uh, this and like this and like that. But at the, at, the, at, the, at the same time, what God wants from us is just, again, just be faithful. Be faithful with whatever you can offer. That's why I love, and I said this a hundred times before, I love the, 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 the litany of the, of the oblation. When you say, those who want to offer to you but have none, remember them. So in the liturgy, we remember those who want to offer but have none. Offer anything, whether time or prayer or money or mind or whatever want to offer but have none have not because they don't they don't have it or they cannot offer it or whatever but they want to offer just remember them 
So, so I think, Nora, back again to, to your question, I think we need to understand exactly, you know, what, again, I say all this all the time, who we are and what we have, right? We're so much impacted with God who's standing with the, right? didn't pray today, we got 10 lashes. <laughs> we don't have this. We don't have this. But we have the new man that if I don't pray, the new man will what? The new man will actually hit me, right? Like I cannot, I cannot take this. I cannot stay away. Right? So we need to rediscover that new man in us again. We need to re re relive and allow that new man that's in us to relive again. How? By again, by how to make it practical again, so Irene doesn't yell at me. How is to is to number one understand, number two put the effort, number three depend on him. But again, do something, do something. As you were talking before, when we will say like, okay, if you have five minutes, 10 minutes, start with 10 minutes. That's all I want from you, but start, right? Because the problem is, well, I don't have time, so I'm not gonna do anything. And I don't know if I'm accepted or not anymore. And God doesn't love me anymore and who I am. And, and that, that, that cycle goes on and on and on and on. And you find yourself even, Hundred times words. You, you, you need ten thousand words <laughs> to bring you back, but it doesn't bring you back, right? So it's 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 what we want what we want to do, right? And again, coming back again, right? And depending on God's power, but God's strength, right? In order to be able to sit with Him on the table again. Sorry, Nora, I went on a, on a <laughs> long, but uh, is it, is it, is it, uh, does it make sense or not? It makes sense. Um, I just read, I, I was reading the Life of Repentance for Bob Shenouda. Yes. And he was talking in part six about protecting the repentance. And one of the chapters, they kept saying like, like brother Bob Shenouda, he, he kept uh, writing that if you came back, that means um, because you need to protect your repentance. So he's just like rethinking the thoughts and he's saying like, oh, because you went back because when you first went to him, you weren't like, it wasn't out of your heart. Uh, you were trying to, because of fear, because of eternity, because of yes. your father of confession told you that because your, your image, your society image or whatever. So you, it's not from your heart. So when well, that's what we were talking about before, but but again, God keeps working with us, with us with us in order to correct this, right? So even if we are coming back to Him with the wrong intention, right? But again, God's always working. God is always working. That's why He says here, you know, "What I'll take you there and bring you this and do this to you," right? But the problem yeah, but... Again, is when we depend a hundred percent on ourselves only, right? Yeah. The face part wasn't there, so it was like sad, like, oh my gosh, like you're coming back because you're not fully loved. So, like, like, no, but it goes back know. to faithfulness because I know that I cannot come back on my own, basically, as simple as that. God, I want you to help, but as long as I want you to help me, I'm going to come back to you all the time and every day and try to stay connected every day in order for you to come and what and change and change that. Because in, in, in that text also, as I was saying, you see that actually they are putting so much effort in building, right? So it's not like they, are, they don't have or they cannot, no. It says here, Judah has multiplied fortified cities. So it shows like what you are able to, to put an effort in something, but you're putting the effort in the wrong thing, right? Exactly what we do, right? We are so capable in putting all the effort in building our career, in building our future, in building our relationship, in building everything, right? But do we put the same effort, or at least part of it, in building something that's much, much, much more important? I'm not saying this is, this is wrong, but again, be faithful. Here they are saying that, and Judah has multiplied fortified cities. So I will, again, here's about what's gonna happen. If you continue to do this, you're gonna see the other side, right? I will send the fire upon his cities and shall devour her strongholds. Again, not because I am punishing you, but because yes, I'm gonna show you that whatever you are trying to do away from me, 
It's not gonna last. And I want you to come back to me again. Right? Yeah, yes, George. Uh, I know we're building future, everything. All this is something you could touch, not based all on emotions, really. But building relationship with God is basically very emotional. And like, it's not there, but it's there. Okay. But future, everything else, like you could touch it, you can see it, you could live it. That's why you could give it time because it's there. Mm. You could do that. Mm. It's so hard when you when I compare it with with relationship with God. God. <laughs> no, mm. it's it's so hard to like. Okay, like I, I can't understand. Okay. Thoughts? What do you guys think? You want to say something, Andrew? <laughs> you're you're settling in. <laughs> Be careful, Jordan. <laughs> You said the bad word, emotions. <laughs> uh, I kind of disagree. I mean, I agree that, you know, some things are more tangible in front of us and, you know, and, and it's easier to maybe invest time and invest resources into those things because you can see the payout. But I guess, like, for me, I think about, like, I mean, the most tangible, or I guess the most practical example I can think of is like career-wise like I remember when I started college I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do in life and what you know I didn't know what I wanted to do where I was going to go where I was going to end up whatever and like all of that you know worked itself out thank god but I think it I mean it feels very much like our spiritual lives like mm -hmm. I also if I think back like my spiritual maturity at the beginning of college is very different than where I am now, you know, hopefully for the better. Um, but I feel like there's still like a level of ambiguity that comes with almost anything or that, you know, like you don't know, I mean, no matter what you do, you don't know where you're going to end up or how it's going to turn out. Cause like I, I mean, I remember making tons of plans and I probably would have to compare myself to, you know, Judah building the fortified cities and all of that kind of fell apart at the end of college mm -hmm. um, for good. But, I, you know, I think it's like it's the same and different at the same time. Mm. Okay. Yes, Peter. Oh, oh. <laughs> Who else? I, I don't think like... it's an emotional thing. You don't think it's an emotional thing, okay? Even close to being an emotional thing because I think it's all about mindset okay. and determination, but it's easy to say than actually change the mindset and actually be involved okay. into what you would believe would be the right path. Sometimes it's not even the right path, but... Mm. The mindset if you're determined at least mm. and you're following that path then maybe it's it would need some guidance mm. and maybe that's where emotion can mm. play a small part but i don't think it's it's left in motion because emotion will tend to um not necessarily it, it depends on how you feel that day. right and, and it's not really something that you would want to leave for emotions that oh, right i don't feel good Khalas, the yes. Uh, yes. It's. Uh, I think mm. it's more of a. Um, right. Exactly. Discipline that's, mindset. That's the word I was okay. For. Yes. What else? It's like connecting it back to like the idea of like, for example, like working out. Like, you know, it's good for you, but you. When the table is Yeah, exactly. You're like, why would I do this to myself? I rather stay home. I'll do whatever. But yes. You know that it's good for you, so you push yourself mm. to do it because the long-term goal is better than the current emotions that are just shifting all over the place mm. like the even the spiritual father's safe you're going to go by your emotions in your spiritual life you're not going to get anywhere because mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. it's very much variable depends on who ruined your mood that day what food you had mm. uh, <laughs> if you have coffee or not you know mm -hmm. all of that so and then mm. at the end of the day you base it off of that and then you're not gonna get much right. anywhere okay but yeah
Yeah. It's hard to, I would say, maybe in the beginning of the spiritual life, it's hard not to go by emotions because mm. it's, in a way, it's a new thing. Like you have to adapt to it. Mm. You need to like face the unseen warfare, um, gear up. But I don't mean emotion. Like the point was, he talked about it more about tangibility. Mm. Something yes. you could touch. Yes. Can you yes. see the future still? Like, like that's going off of like Andrew's point. Like it's like life you could shape it somehow. But yeah, you plan. But and you plan and then, then right. yeah. Right. So the German example is actually really good. <laughs> I'm biased, but <laughs> yeah. yes, just <laughs> the gym again. Because <laughs> I mean, if you think about like if you go once. <laughs> it doesn't feel that great and you don't get any results after that yeah, workout like you don't walk out like there's absolutely no benefit from one workout or even yeah. one week of workouts mm. but right. over time yeah. you start to like feel better and you enjoy doing it yes maybe you don't and you just don't go but it's it's still the same like there's always feel like there's always a level of faith that you have to right. take along with like the intentional planning that goes into right. into anything but i think that's the important to... word uh, andrew which is the faith again where 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 you you you, you again you see the things that are unseen right and that's what Saint Paul himself said like you know what that that we 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 shouldn't be you know focused on the things that are here but the things that are unseen right how is that again it's very it's not tangible you cannot see it it's it's something but that's where the faith comes and the, the faith comes from the spirit again yes uh, you to an extent yeah of course untangible okay but i think a relationship with god is very tangible mm. and like i, I like to i like to compare like having a relationship with god the same as having a relationship with people mm. and like I think the, like, for example, if you meet Andrew, I think your name is George. So we know nothing about each other. Okay. First time we meet each other, there's not going to be much to grasp, you know, but the more you communicate, the mm -hmm. more we get to know each other, the more there's going to be a foundation ba uh, based relationship. Yeah. The same thing with God exercise is a great example. You talk to God once, you're not going to get any benefit. Yeah. You know, if you have something that you're able to communicate with him regularly, then you'll start to have something tangible and like he can communicate to you in ways that maybe nobody else would be able to. So like example, I want to say things in these Bible studies that was brought up to me earlier. You know what I mean? Whether this week, today, whatever, this is very much a form of communication that God's able to have with me. And it's very tangible. You know, I think it's the more that we're able to communicate with him, the more we'll be familiar with him and then that that will indicate the tangible relationship that makes sense Thank you. that's a great point because the more you do that the more you start actually you know again this is back again to the work of the spirit where you open the spirit opens your eyes to see you know throughout the day but again like what we do what we do in the mission again like okay, at the end of the day okay how did you see god today right then when we first started this at the beginning like it's so hard to, like right like what are you talking about but when you are so intentional about it, actually, I, I start to see that the group and the team are actually intentional about trying to, to pay attention more and more. And then at the end of the day, when we ask that question, everybody's ready already. It's not like we're rediscovering, but no, I have this in my mind because I am throughout the work today, throughout the service, throughout my relationships, I'm actually scanning how is God working with me, right? So you start to see him. And definitely 100%, as Yusuf is saying, you will see him. Right, but it needs again this is that, that single eye that I'm looking right. I'm not so distracted. Um, there aren't two hundred other noises and voices in my mind that I can even if God is talking to me, I don't. I, I I'm not listening. But he is he is working. And hundred percent, if you are, if we have that intention from like, and that, that's why again goes back again to starting the day with him, right? Start the, even if that's five minutes in the morning with him. But start the day with him, and then you'll see that you are actually throughout the whole day you're tuned in into the same way you started. So you can really grasp, like, okay, this the God was telling me this today. Right? <laughs> he talked to me about this. He showed me this. He did this. He did that, and that will actually strengthen that relationship more and more and more. Right? 
the problem with the people of Judah and, and Israel here is they they for they stopped seeing God and they saw or they make idols so they can see God in the idols. That's the whole idea, right? So instead of connecting with him, but because they 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 they, they lost track, right? But they still want to find a source of power or a source of creation <laughs> or a source of whatever. So they start to make all those idols, right? To worship them or to worship the power that they are looking for in them, but they're not getting anything back. And that's what, what Hosea is talking about. Several times he goes, you know what, you are going after them, but they're not gonna give you anything because they are made of what? Stone and wood, it's not gonna help you. To give them a sense of belonging. To give them a sense of belonging. But that's the whole idea of worshiping idols, right? So then it becomes very, very, very tangible actually. But again, it needs that intention, needs that, that mindset and needs 100% again, the asking it like, well, that's what he said, ask and you will be given, right? You shall receive, not to be open. But if we don't pay attention, we don't care, we're so much into everything else, then we're not asking. But here he's saying, no, do this, because again, this is what, what, this is how this will lead you to. It will lead you to the point that you are offering, but you are not, I don't want it. You're coming in a fellowship with me on the table and to the table, but I'm not gonna eat with you, right? You keep building those uh, uh, cities and, and, and everything, but you know what? At one point, it's gonna get burned. So it's it's uh, we didn't even touch chapter nine. This is all. For... <laughs> That's okay. We finished eight. <laughs> we finished eight. Yes, but again, it's very. I think it's very. It's hit. It hits today in a very very couple important points, right? Again, the, the the relationship between the scripture, between my life, and between the liturgy, the liturgical life. It's very important to understand that, right? And to to know that they are both much needed and they're both complete each other. Okay. The understanding of, again, that, that what I offer can actually, if I'm offering it in a bad intention or not fully hearted, it becomes against me, right? That's what he says here. And finally, again, that be careful because if you do this, you'll end up going back again to what? To Egypt. And as we said before, the scripture kept saying, do not go back to Egypt, <laughs> right? Egypt as the status, Egypt as the slavery, Egypt as being under the boot of Pharaoh, right? So why do I come back again, right? Why do I come back again? While I have the bridegroom waiting for me to say, come, come to me, I'll take care of you. Okay. So maybe something we, we, can, we can experience this week, which is again, the relationship between the scripture and the liturgy, right? The word, the written word and the incarnate word that we are partaking from in the Eucharist, right? Just kind of, it's, 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 a, it's a good mental point and, and, and something to experience together that we can see actually that how much this is, is as you all said, it's a preparation for me. It's a cleansing. It's, uh, it's the, 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 if I may say, the appetizer <laughs> before the meal itself, right? With, with the difference, definitely. Questions? What were the things that understand for the effort? I forgot. <laughs> Be faithful, I think. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. And that's those are the on the opposite. Those are the three steps that he's talking about here, right? Like he, the, the again, they start with they are uh, um, offering the wrong offering, and they are ignoring the word of God, and they're coming to the table unprepared, basically. So if you kind of link this together. Any other questions? Okay, so at least we'll start fresh next time with the chapter nine <laughs> and then uh, we're getting there. So we're getting towards or closer to the to 14. Uh, nine actually, we, we can probably go through it all and hopefully in, 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 I don't know, I shouldn't promise anything because I keep saying this and then we don't do anything. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how God wants to lead us. Great to uh, have you guys online. Uh, missed you if you couldn't come in person, but uh, uh, more, more opportunities to come, God willing. Okay.
Let's pray and then we can name the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God. I mean, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this time. We come, Lord, to you with, uh, with our hearts, Lord, that uh, may be confused, may be broken, may be frustrated, may be uh, hopeless, Lord. But we come to you, Lord, knowing that uh, you, are, you are our bridegroom, Lord, that you're just waiting for us to come. Even if we know that, or if we see, if we understand that you're dealing with us in a way that we don't like, or maybe you're not, you're you're, you're hidden from us, or we don't see you, we don't, we can't really grasp you, Lord. But uh, you're here, Lord, as you said that uh, the word is closer. Lord. You cannot go in the depth of the sea to look for it, or go to the to heaven to 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 look for it. It's it's in your mouth. The word, Lord, is uh, is so closer to us more than anything else. Lord, I pray that you open our eyes, that we can see you, that we can really hear your voice, Lord, hear your message and see your touching hand, Lord, as you touch the paralyzed and as you touch the dead, as you touch the, the unclean, Lord, to cleanse and to give life and to give health, Lord, to give healing. Lord, we come to you, Lord, with, uh, with that uh, desire, Lord, to be healed, Lord, from our spiritual diseases, Lord. Open the eyes and give us a new uh, eye, new sight, a new, uh, the, the eyes of our understanding, Lord, that we can... Uh, see you in everything that we do, Lord, and uh, hear your voice in everything that we do, Lord. Praying for uh, everyone that's uh, with us tonight, Lord, uh, for those who aren't with us, for those who have no one to remember them, for those, Lord, who have uh, don't have the privilege, Lord, in sitting around your word and uh, contemplate and have the fellowship. Ask you, Lord, to uh, open our hearts and to touch, Lord, our hearts with, with, with that love, with that fire, Lord, that we come to you uh, with faithfulness, Lord, with loyalty, Lord, even if we don't know how to give, even if we have nothing to give, even if we're not able to be faithful, Lord, but we still come to you, Lord, in order to ask you to change, Lord, to, to take our weaknesses, Lord, and change it into strength, and to take our bitterness and to change it into sweetness, Lord, Ch take our death and change it into life, Lord, by the power of your resurrection, Lord, that, that moves our hearts, Lord, in order to become fully, Lord, uh, willing to, to, to be with you and to you and through you and for you, Lord, all our lives. Hear our prayer and supplication, prayers of all your saints. Saint Mary and the fast that we're fasting, Lord. In your name, Lord, hear us when we pray, saying, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will. Give us this day, Lord. Forgive us our trespasses and forgive those who trespass. Lead us not temptation, but deliver us. Online people go in peace. <laughs> Good to have you all. Yes. See you next time. Bye-bye.